0: Hello, this is Pastor Jonathan. This is Tuesday, May the 10th, and boy, I'm having a great week so far. I hope you are as well. Yesterday was our very first podcast episode of what I'm hoping will be a long-term thing, and that is a daily weekday devotional podcast just to help you and encourage you in your walk with God and to allow the Word of God to be a lamp unto your feet and a light unto your path. Now, if you have your Bibles Go ahead and take them and turn to Psalm chapter number one. Now, most of you listening, you probably are not in a position to do that. I said yesterday that this was an idea born out of uh, one reason was talking to our people and understanding and sensing the needs of our people. And that was to have a a positive, encouraging, biblical, Christ-honoring word during the week. And so You probably aren't sitting at home with your Bible in your lap. You're probably driving. I know some people like that. Right now, you're listening on the way to work, driving your car. I know some other people, maybe you've got your earbuds in your ear and you're on a bulldozer. That's cool. You don't have your Bible in your pocket. That's okay. Another person I know, she's cleaning a house right now, listening to this, and you don't have your Bible, that's okay, you're getting paid, don't put put your mop down and pick up the Bible, it's not the time, okay, but I'm glad that we have this tool, but if you don't have your Bible, go ahead and listen, I'm going to read Psalms chapter number one, Bible says, blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor standeth in the way of sinners nor sitteth in the seat of the scornful. But his delight is in the law of the Lord. And in his law doth he meditate day and night. And he shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that bringeth forth his fruit in his season. His leaf also shall not wither, and whatsoever he doeth shall prosper. The ungodly are not so, but are like the chaff which the wind driveth away. Therefore, the ungodly shall not stand in the judgment nor sinners in the congregation of the righteous for the Lord knoweth the way of the righteous, but the way of the ungodly shall perish. Today, I'd like to teach you and talk to you on the subject of the blessed life, living that blessed life. Verse number one, it says, blessed or blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly. That word blessed means full of blessings. Blessings. Lots of blessings, not just one blessing, but full of blessings, overflowing with blessings. And the word itself means to be happy or satisfied. Now, sometimes when I'm preaching, just to keep everyone's attention and have everyone be engaged and maybe out of curiosity, I'll ask a question of the church and ask you to raise your hand. And so I say, raise your hand right now, listener, if you would like to be happy. You want to have a life full of blessings. Keep them up. Keep them up real high while I look around. Now, that is just about everybody. I see, okay, go back, go back to clean in there. That's okay. Thank you for putting your hand up. Hopefully, you did it safe and you drove with one hand while you're driving. I'm just kidding. But I know that probably everybody would say that they want to be happy. But can I tell you that if you're going to have a happy, blessed, joyful Christian life, it's going to be intentional. It's a life lived on purpose. It doesn't just happen. And you know, everything we have is of grace. We don't deserve anything we have. I'm thinking of the greatest gift we've ever received, and that's the gift of salvation. That was not earned. That was given to us. And if you don't know for sure you're going to heaven, you don't know for sure you're a child of God, you've not been saved. Please, today, let me encourage you and urge you to receive that gift of salvation That gift of salvation is simply that Christ died for our sins and rose again to pay for our sins. You and I are sinners, but Christ shed his perfect blood on the cross and rose again. And if we will but receive that gift of eternal life, repent and receive, we can have that gift of salvation. And it's all by grace. It's all by grace. And then all subsequent blessings are also of grace. But God has said here in the word of God, that there are some things we do to unlock that grace, that life of abounding blessings. And it says, blessed is the man that, now he's going to give us really three things. There's a negative, there's a positive, and then there's a result. So the negative first, it says, blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor standeth in the way of sinners, nor sitteth in the seat of the scornful. If you're going to live a godly blessed life, that life that abounds with blessings, there are some things that you have to say no to. There are some things you need to avoid. It says, first of all, walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly. That counsel means where you get your advice, who you listen to. And that could be, you know, a friend, somebody that you hang out with that influences you, uh, and it could be a lot of other things as well. It could be a, a talk radio show host. It could be somebody on the news you like to watch. It could be uh, some celebrity that you allow to influence you, or it could be any number of things, honestly. But it's somebody, even though they might not be giving you official advice, they are still influencing you. And your counsel, your advice, your influence needs to come from godly sources. It needs to come personally from believers, from godly believers, those who are seeking the Lord over the world. Those people that you listen to, the people that you trust, what do they love? What do they love? Your counsel needs to come from people who love God more than they love the world. Next, it goes on Nor standeth in the way of sinners. Notice the progression. It goes from walking in the counsel of the ungodly. And then it goes to standing in the way of sinners. So you've gone from walking to standing. You're standing, you're listening, you're soaking it in. This is fellowship. This is like-mindedness. This is you going along. You know, if you take counsel from the ungodly, you'll eventually be just like them. And I say it all the time, it's so important you are not above your influences. What you allow to influence you, what you listen to, what you read, what you watch, who you hang around, it does affect you. And if you want that blessed godly life, that life that abounds with blessings, that happy life, you're not going to walk in the counsel of the ungodly. You're not going to stand in the way of sinners. A little verse I had to recite each night before I went to bed as my mom or dad would tuck me in. They would have me recite with them Proverbs 1.10. My son, if sinners entice thee, consent thou not. So we're not to stand in the way of sinners. then it goes on, the last part of verse one, nor sitteth in the seat of the scornful. Now, a scorner is just about the worst thing you can be. Since the beginning of the year, we've been on Wednesday nights at our church here at Mountain View in the book of Proverbs. And, you know, there's the four types. I'm not gonna talk about them right now, but there's the simple, the wise, the fool, and there's the scorner. And the scorner is just about the worst thing you can be. A scorner is somebody who knows the truth, but has rejected the truth and also is trying to get others to do the same. So they're trying to lead you actively, trying to lead you away from the truth. And there can be a scorner in church, by the way. There can be scorners even in a good family. You know, you have extended family. You just got to watch it, man. You got to watch it. Don't hang out with the scorner. Be so careful of the scorner. Let me tell you how to identify the scorner real quick, just practically. Somebody with... A, an incessantly critical spirit somebody who always has a problem with everything particularly with good spiritual things the things of god things in church well did you hear what they do? I can't believe and there's always something hey that's a scorner and if you find yourself maybe being a scorner man you got to fix that don't be a scorner but the happy one is somebody that avoids the scorner this word seat here in proverbs 1 or excuse me psalm 1 it literally means a hearth if you have a fireplace that that area right in front of the fireplace where you can sit. It's sort of an intimate communion-type close place. If you're sitting on someone's hearth, you kind of belong there. You're there to listen to the person that lives there, the owner of the house. Don't sit in the seat of the scornful. Stay away from the scorner. So that's the negative. Stay away from the counsel of the ungodly, the, the, the walking in the way of sinners, and don't sit in the seat of the scornful. Tomorrow, we're gonna look at the positive, what we do in order to have that blessed life. But I hope you have a wonderful day here this Tuesday. Hey, let me have a word of prayer with you and ask God to bless your day. Lord, I pray that you would bless the listener. I pray that you would help us, Lord, to have that wisdom, that spiritual discernment and discretion to identify maybe some areas in our life where there's some negative influence and help us to mitigate that. Please give us wisdom, Lord. I pray that you would help us to live that blessed, godly life, a life that is pleasing to you, a life full of grace. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. God bless you.